0: Hey, y'all gay listeners, it's Cam and my wife Taryn from the Staying Up podcast. Don't you just miss the good old
1: days? Like when we couldn't get legally married? Well, no, obviously not that part. But I mean, when you just have sleepovers with your best girlies all the time. I mean, yeah, sleepovers are the best. You're staying up late, you're talking hot goss, Mm -hmm. and you pour your little baby heart out before maybe having a little moment under the covers. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, lucky for us, we get to do that every night. But once a week, we invite you to join in. So tune in every week to Staying Up, where we drink up, cozy up, and stay up. We'll see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Y'all Gay. I'm Ever Maynard. I'm Allie Clayton. And we have an incredible show for you today. You're going to be learning about um, politics. Yes. Clay Aiken. Yes. Come Dumps. Come Dumps. Sniffers.com. The- yeah. Sex Sniffies. parties. Which, honestly i i didn't know you could be invited over eventbrite but we learned about it
2: <laughs> now i feel like maybe i'm not cool why haven't i been invited to a cum dump on eventbrite <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it out there i just i don't want to go don't you put the that invitation. out on the
1: universe because it will come back to you oh no i'm knocking on wood you're about to get it but you can decline but then everybody will know you don't want to come to their cum dump party <laughs> Oh, Allie doesn't want to come to our sex party. That's cool.
2: <laughs> I would like to go to one, but I don't want to participate. I just want to watch.
1: I don't, I, I would want to participate with just one person in a room by ourselves. I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to watch. I like monogamous sex. I've never do had too. a threesome.
2: Uh, I had one. Um, yeah, uh, don't, don't recommend.
3: Hey y'all, hey y'all, the tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say, y'all gay, it's Allie Ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Y'all Gay, I'm Ever Maynard.
2: I'm Allie Clayton.
1: And today we're joined by a very special guest. Oh my god, Hello. it's Ryan!
2: Ryan Leach is here, hilarious comedian, and you know, famously known as the Twink from the other two, I think.
3: Yeah. That's
1: what <laughs> I <take. laughs> Credits include famous Twink. <laughs>
3: The longer they take to record that new season, the older that twink gets every I season. I love it. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> there's nothing hotter than being a, an old twink. <laughs> for and no, me. no, there's With, a lot of things. There's a
3: lot of things <laughs> hotter than being an old twink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With that mustache, you're giving like twink daddy. Yeah, I'm it
1: is to quite transition nice. Transition
3: into art fag because somebody told me that's a great way to leave twinkdom. <laughs> just oh
1: become yes, an art fag. yes, yeah. I, you know and the arrogance that comes with, I can say art.
3: <laughs>
2: I can say
1: it. You're,
3: you're, you're, ask, you're asking, or you're Yeah.
1: It. I used to teeter totter on dyke or art dyke, uh, very fine line. And now I've fully embraced daddy dyke. Um, what does I that, that mean
2: that. to be an art di- does that just mean you like art y- you like art it's you look like specific. a certain
1: way yeah mm-hmm. okay, Ryan, your you politics
3: explain? are very specific your network is very right I feel
1: right. like curated where do they live do they live in New York I think we live in London Asian we more. live between New York London yes. and Los Angeles this was a very specific time in my life
2: yes what? I know exactly <laughs> who you were
1: dating you know Dude, yes <laughs> <laughs> you know and she's very talented and you know i wish her well but hey i
3: would never cross i would never cross an art dike not once in my life I'd, i'm would i always on eggshells around
1: uh, i can't wait to eviscerate you with just like an up down glance <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean some of that has definitely spilled into Dyke daddy um but uh i uh you know dyke art daddy i still have some you know anyways
2: what am i given? soccer mom lesbian
1: i like the side right now ali's got her hair in a braid and it's just off to the corner thank you on the side i would say wholesome femme thank you so yeah lesbian mommy <laughs> <laughs> ryan what what's your first step as um being an artifact in your and own what are uh, steps I,
2: you're taking
3: <laughs> I turned, well, I turned 30 last week So mm-hmm. that was step one
2: <laughs> Okay Welcome
3: Thank you, Welcome. it feels good uh, I grew out this mustache, uh, which is great I feel like every faggot in New York right now has a mustache Every single one that I've seen uh, You see them all over uh, I don't know why We all decided to do it post-pandemic um, You know, maybe Like, given 70s vibes, like, the last time the country was this bad. So (laughs) people are embracing it. Uh, I don't know. I I used to work in experimental theater, you know. I love to, you know, now I'm going to have to buy plane tickets to places that all the gays are going to and being like it's not bad i'm doing it safely somehow and then also you know the other thing i think art fags do when they go to these places is like oh no 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 it's not like bad that i'm going there this isn't where a lot of tourists go and then that's what you say and then if you just keep that up for a couple years you know then you'll start getting published in the new yorker Mm -hmm. and then So important to be an art fag is to is to live the life of like an unbearable white fag, but then constantly parody and satirize it as though you're not exactly like a part of that culture. But then you must embrace that culture completely in all ways. Socially, financially.
1: I mean, I'm still um, a subscriber to the Paris Review, so I get it. I love reading the essays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were just in Venice.
3: You were just in Venice. <laughs> yeah. it's incredible. What's you were going in Crete. Um, about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Ryan, how how's your day been going? Allie, what's up? I saw you open your mouth. Well, I was just excited. <laughs> I saw you open your mouth. Only,
2: Ryan's only our second guest. We, and yeah. normally it's just me and Ever shoot the shit together. Um, but I really wanted to have, Ryan, because I really wanted to have, like, another southern queer. And- oh, yeah.
1: Ryan, where'd you grow up?
3: Yeah. So I'm from, this is controversial, right, among the southern community, but I'm from Virginia.
1: I'm Why is southern. that controversial? That's southern. Because a
3: lot of people will say it's not southern. And and for a long time, well, you know, it was They're a idiots. blue state for a little bit. It was a blue state for a little bit, mm-hmm. which we were definitely pushing northwards, <laughs> But where I'm from, it's like 80% Trump country and also a big Confederate culture where I'm from. And, uh, you know, now we're a red state again. It literally reversed. Like, we dropped back. I, I moved my registration for voting from Virginia to New York. The first year that I do it, we are like red from top you to bottom to have all it over
2: right again.
1: Back. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. Register?
2: Virginia is so Southern. Southern. Um, yeah. I have my. my Uncle and aunt and cousins live there. My nanny went into a retirement home there uh, where she mm-hmm. passed RIP nanny. We um, love you, nanny. Yeah, I do love you, nanny. But also, what was it about Virginia? Oh, yeah, like when I went to my cousin's wedding in Virginia, it had a sign out that said, we interrupt deer hunting season for <laughs> for the wedding of Elizabeth and Brandon. It's like... Yeah, that's pretty. Similar. Everyone's
3: in orange. Everyone's an orange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double. <laughs> if you're demo. in the woods during deer hunting season, like the Honey, rides get to toe orange. Yeah, <laughs> reflectors. <to>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Ryan, what was it like growing up in Virginia? Now, did you grow up in rural Virginia, or did you grow up in like city Virginia?
3: I grew up in rural Virginia. Okay, I grew up. It's an interesting thing where I'm from. I'm from a county called Hanover County, and I can tell you a few things about Hanover County. Now, Hanover County is one of those counties that's like, you're close enough to Richmond that you would think you'd be civilized and would have moved forward in life. But this county is so corrupt and so backwards that it has maintained its, what the community would call, rural nature or southern, you know, quality which is essentially just like you racist. know you're backwards yeah, yeah
1: racist <laughs> it's just like
3: you're racist um, the, the, the taxes are so low that the roads are bad the schools are bad
1: yes okay the schools, familiar.
3: yeah the schools were good as in like um i got a great education in a public school but the, but the schools were bad in the sense that like if you went to school in my home county, your grandmother and her mother went to that school. Like, they don't build new things. And it's also hard because, like, the population now is very much growing. So the the, the local people are like, what do you mean we got to build roads? And it's like, <laughs> it takes you an hour now to get from this place to that. Like, when I was growing up, you used to have to drive, like, 45 minutes to get to a Walmart. Now there's, like, totally a Walmart and a Target. Mm-hmm. Because the South's gentrifying Which people don't really talk about But like where I'm from It is becoming much more populated Because you know Richmond's growing And what was once the suburbs Are now really busy And then where I grew up Now we're becoming very suburban Right and I'll take like my Like I've taken my My ex home to visit and stuff And I was like and that, that used to be a field you. Yeah I mean <laughs> That's no, it how it's like when, when I visit <laughs> Yeah Oh uh, yeah You're like that was a field That was mm-hmm. a field That was a field
1: That was you a know, trash pile
3: <laughs> Exactly And um, and I'm lucky So my family's not from Virginia So that gives you I think a little bit of like leeway My mom is from Texas So it's not much better <laughs> And then my dad is from like West Virginia Okay, where, Ryan, this um, uh, you're
2: this is not a good argument for yourself. It's not quite as bad. What you mean? My mom's from Texas and my dad's from <laughs> West Virginia.
1: Yeah.
3: I know, it's pretty bad. Like he's from where West Virginia, Ohio and Pennsylvania come together, which is pretty bad. Like but what what is good is that when they got there, because my mom is Mexican American from South Texas, and my dad is from like West Virginia, Pennsylvania area. So when they moved to Virginia, things were bad. But they were like, "You, we don't have, we're not going to move or anything." But like, we don't agree with the Confederate flag. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I was lucky in that sense where like sometimes crazy stuff would happen, and my parents are from places where they weren't like aghast at what was happening, but they certainly were like we do not agree with that and like we're not gonna be yeah so that I got lucky in that sense my dad is definitely like you know, he wasn't out there like Robert E. Lee was evil, but he certainly was like, I don't understand why they're out there doing that. You know, like my, my mom was definitely like, we don't like that. She was like, that's bullshit. And, uh, no, thank you. You know, but she also growing up in Texas, she was used to it. So it wasn't like, she was like, I can't believe this is happening, you know, everywhere where it was happening. Um, so in that sense, I got pretty lucky. I will say it's interesting because I very much love being from the South, but do not embrace those parts of Southern culture. While my sister still lives where we grew up in Virginia, she very much does like those things. Like, she very much, like, has embraced those things. Um, she's the kind of person who said, like, you know, I think Trump is a good businessman. She's gone um, to a lot she know of church she's half stuff. Mexican? Uh, Yeah, my mom's like, whatever. She has a gay brother. She's a woman. And her mother is Mexican-American. And she's like, whatever. To give you an idea about my sister, I don't know why I'm going. Maybe it's just because I had a bad phone call with her. What's her full name? (laughs) I'm I'm not going to say. We will not invoke her. But I will say, so, you know, my grandfather's name is Miguel, right? Mm -hmm. I was dating a boy for a long time who was Venezuelan. And when I brought him home to meet my sister, I said, this is Alejandro. And my sister, one of the first things she said to him was, can I call you Alex? And I was like, no, you literally can't call him Alex. I was so embarrassed. But we were also confused. My mom was even confused, too. She was like, what do you mean? No, like, you know, and he grew up in Raleigh. So he was like fine with someone saying his name with like a Southern accent, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, but we were like, no, you certainly can't call him Alex. Like you can call him Alejandro. That is his name. You certainly can say that. Our family is full of like wands and Miguel's and lots of people like that. So you should be just fine saying Alejandro. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was wild. But anyways, I that's mean, kind Lady of, Gaga's, like, Ga-Ga's got a song, you know, you, you throw that. Yeah. Well, yeah. hello. It's really wild. You know, it's funny because when that song, when people would meet my ex, it's so funny. You would be amazed how many people would go like the song. Oh, <laughs> and would
1: be like, no, yeah.
3: <laughs> like like the g- the song. Gay
2: bars, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh,
3: Yeah. <laughs> wild but that's my southern background so I, my family has deep roots in texas and my dad's family has really deep roots in like west virginia pennsylvania so um and ohio west which if Virginia's you've been to western interesting Pen-
2: place um it is interesting a blue though.
3: state when we were growing up a yeah. blue state <laughs> i will say i will say my family on both sides got along Because white people in West Virginia used to vote blue until about 2000. And then it was all downhill from there. Which is crazy. And South Texas Mexican-Americans still vote blue to the dying day. My grandfather was a Democrat until the day he died. Um, Interestingly, people will say about West Virginia, right? They'll be like, well, they... Vote red now because they're racist. And I was like, well, they voted blue when they were racist, too. It's not like they weren't racist and then stopped <laughs> being racist, you know, right. or started being racist and then started <laughs> voting Republican. I was like, they were racist and they voted Democrat for Bill Clinton twice, for right. Jimmy Carter. They did it the whole time. And then from 2000 to 2016, now they're pretty much like an 80% red state, which is interesting there's still more Democrats registered in the state of West Virginia than there are Republicans, which is something interesting. I'm not here to defend West Virginians, but I will say it's like, yeah, like, are they racist? Yes, there's a lot of racism in West Virginia. It's one of the whitest states in the country. It's one of the most least populated states in the country. It's one of the strongest union states in the country. But I will say like, yeah, I mean, racism, it's like they voted less for Hillary Clinton than they did for Barack Obama. They voted less for Barack Obama than they did for Al Gore. It's just been like this steady decline into Republican voting, which has been very sad for me. Um,
1: We're getting a real history yeah. lesson right oh, now. I'm I telling you, like Ryan, I'm yeah. Ryan
2: is smart. He knows yeah, all I like this. Stuff. I'm
1: like, okay, I'm following like this. Is, yeah, p- political science. I'm loving this. I'm like, okay, I'm tracking it. I'm picking it up. I'm paying my attention. My family's very
3: political, especially I love the Texas it. side. Like the Texas side of my family is very political, you know, and they were Democrats. And, you know, back in the day, you remember, like, Democrats in Texas were, like, LBJ, like, very racist, white Democrats. But, you know, there was also, like, Mexican LBJ, Americans Democrats. LBJ, LeBron James? What are we talking about? No, <laughs> Lyndon Johnson. Okay, gotcha, okay. And... But also like Barbara Jordan Like you know Barbara Jordan um, And um, what was her name The, the female governor of Texas and, uh, I almost said
1: Anne Rice Like the vampire I should know this Because <laughs> she is hailed as like The Texas Democrat Right? Like, yes Like Anne What is her name? I think name? there's gonna be a new show about her
3: She was queen Like she was out of her mind And she was queen And Barbara Jordan was a very famous African American woman Ann richards and so democrats in texas don't fuck around like the ones that i'm used to can i curse on this podcast Um, yeah we curse all the time i was gonna say um but you know and that's the tradition that i come from politically like in my family's history my mom voted for ronald reagan in her first election and my grandfather almost disowned her um Mm Really wild. But, you know, I've always been political. I love history. I love politics. And I love the politics and history of the South because that's where my, you know, my lineage is from because, uh, you know, I've <laughs> also lineage. family in North Carolina. I got family in Texas, got family in Oklahoma. I got family, you know, in Georgia. I got family all over um, and all my best friends, you know, from home. I still keep in touch with. I love like where I'm from. And, you know, I, I. You know, yeah. So I love, I love being from Virginia. I talk about it all the time. When did you come out,
2: and how how was your family like? Just cool with that?
3: So I came out to my close friends in my hometown of Mechanicsville, Virginia in high school, like my senior year, oh, wow. what I always tell people is there wasn't really a point in coming out, right? Because <laughs> of where were we? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always say, like, there. I still keep in touch with all the queer people that I was with in high school. And a lot of them were out way before me, you know? But things weren't great. So it was like, well, why would I? Like, who am I going to date here? Like, what right. am I going to do, you know? So, but I came out to my family my third year of college, when I started dating, like, my first boy at the University of Virginia. Uh, so that's when I came out. I think I was 21 when I came out to my mom. And then my mom just told my dad I was gay. And he was like, all right. And then we talked about it <laughs> years later, They didn't later, have finally. any idea? I mean, I think they knew. I come from a very dysfunctional family. So, like, uh, we, they weren't really involved in my life. At all, honestly. Like, I went on a full ride to UVA. And Heck after yeah. I got into college the yeah. there, it, it was need-based. Scholarship it was not merit-based. It was, like... <laughs> it,
1: but, hey, uh, that's okay. it was good.
3: It changed my life. Like, it really did. It changed my life. And I had such freedom after that that I... You know, my family, like I went to go study abroad in Russia and my family didn't know that I was going to Russia until like two weeks before I went to Russia. Like that was the kind of relationship they came when I graduated from college wow. and they like didn't know what my major was or like, what did you study again? But they were very proud. Yeah. But it's that kind of thing. So when I came out to them, I was very lucky because like I didn't rely on my family financially or economically or in honestly, when I came out to them, it was like, if you don't like this. That's on you. Like, cause you it's Mm -hmm. your choice. Like, do you ever want to see me again? If you don't, I mean that's pretty much what we've been doing so far. (laughs) So it's like it's like good. So far, the system's worked. (laughs) They've risen to my mother is very pro-gay. She's incredibly pro-gay. Her boyfriend's son right now is trans. He um Came out to his dad and his mom, and he's had a really hard time. And my mom mm-hmm. has been very supportive of him, connected me to him. That's and great. what's interesting is I have amazing respect for him because he is down in Virginia. And my mom, you know, my mom's boyfriend is a trucker, right? So, like, yeah. they go out to, like, Applebee's for a nice dinner. Like, that's the vibe. You know what right. I'm saying? And, similar places,
1: like, yeah. Totally. Per- yeah, and This a per- similar place, yeah. like, Yeah. Because where are you from ever? You're from like middle of nowhere. I'm from middle of nowhere, Texas, like Little River, Texas. (laughs)
3: What's closest city?
1: Like Temple. But we didn't have Chili's. We didn't have anything until um, my senior year in high school. We got a Chili's. And that was like, we got a Chili's. Is that
3: West Texas or? It's
1: central. It's near. Have you heard of Waco? Remember the Branch Davidians?
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. My mom was in Texas during Waco. Um. So we (laughs)
1: definitely like right down the street. You know <laughs>
3: that's crazy because yeah. my mom's from Brownsville, but then she oh yeah I know We're, yeah. from school in Dallas like in Irving mm-hmm. so that's her whole thing but like this kid this guy uh, who's who's in Virginia my mom's like boyfriend's son he goes to use the men's bathroom at hell Apple's, yeah right and he's early on in his transition. And I, I told him, I said, that that's is brave. <laughs> that's brave. I'm serious because like, I, I was nowhere near as brave as him. And of course, he has the support of my mother who will literally fist fight anyone uh, <laughs> who talks bad about queer people. But um, and she's doing her best. You know, she's not always great on pronouns and everything, but <laughs> she talks to me about it. And she definitely like works with his dad. And like, I talked to both of them. Like my mom was like, we want to hear from you. We want to learn. We want to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're very like, I'm really lucky. And my dad, like I used to bring my boyfriend home and like, we would take photos with my dad and he put a photo of all of us up on like the mantle in the living room, like very pro gay. I got, I got very, very lucky. My dad is like a 67 year old white man From West Virginia, former Air Force, evangelical raised, like, on a dairy farm. And he hates Donald Trump. And I feel very lucky to have him. I don't know how I got him. He did marry a Mexican woman. I don't know if there's anything to that, that she made him better and, like, fixed his dumb ass. But um, And he has a lot of flaws still in his politics that we don't agree on. But as far (laughs) as me being gay, I'm never made to, to feel uncomfortable around him like we are welcome in his home we slept in the same bed we went to dinner dad? he <laughs> no
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: my my your boyfriend and yes
2: okay you and your boyfriend were allowed to and sleep he in the is same he doesn't movie. have any you know, issue and it was really
3: no oh my god it was cute the last time we went we finally got two beds changed our lives <laughs> um and uh you know the last time I went before we left he was like can I get a photo just with Alejandro? And like my dad got that's a photo great. just, I was like, that that's is so big. cute. I never thought that would ever happen, you know, and that was three, four years ago. So it's really wild.
1: Wild. But anyways, Congrats. That's me. That's cool. That's me.
2: <laughs> my mom texts Melody, her own YouTube videos and are like, you are amazing.
3: Like, <laughs> Where's Melody from Jersey or.
2: Uh, Melody's from Connecticut.
1: Could you imagine okay. if Melody was from Jersey, Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore, <laughs> like, Melody I Kamali? It, I don't think I can handle it. There's, there's already Listeners a lot of discussion. I don't. <laughs> That's Allie's girlfriend is Melody. Yes. And Melody, uh, we've talked about her before, is, is a co-host of Dyking Out. Um, but the idea of, oh my God, the idea of just knowing anyone from the Jersey Shore, especially Melody. <laughs> Allie, what if you were dating somebody from the Jersey Shore right now? What would you do?
2: Um, You know I mean I guess where It would be cheaper there.
1: Um, <laughs> Oh but y'all lived in New York Like right now You're Ryan What would you, would you date anybody From the Jersey Shore And I'm talking about MTV's Style Jersey Shore no, Not a cast I mean, member I
3: haven't, on, I haven't gone on a lot of dates But I do go on lots of dates with boys from like Westchester New York and that is a very specific type Okay Ryan like. why
2: aren't we going on dates What's happening
3: you and I, <laughs> we could. Well, I'll tell you, I'm amazed with Melody because you drag that poor girl down to the South more than anyone I've ever seen. And
1: I for her I would. <laughs> I would argue it's the other way around right now. I feel yeah. like Melody's Is dragging Ally's ass to Texas. Oh <laughs> wow! I didn't take to so Texas. it's Melody making it me go to Texas. Yep.
3: So you're her bodyguard down there? Because I swear to God, I see you two in the South so much, and I'm like. <laughs> god please help them i pray for their safety <laughs> we pray to clay aiken home. on this podcast
1: yeah, we pray <laughs> to clay, clay, aiken. Aiken. <laughs> clay aiken if you're listening we would love to have you um clay aiken thank you for protecting this podcast clay aiken we ask you please 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 protect ryan please protect Allie and melody we know good from the friends jersey with Lisa
2: Lampinelli, so you you like comedians clay aiken
1: clay aiken <laughs> Honestly, at this point in the podcast, it's quite rude that you haven't given us a review or reached out. Ryan, how do you, Ryan, you, how do you feel about Clay, Clay Aiken? Aiken? We talk do you have anything? Yeah. Do you have anything you need to say to Clay Aiken, Ryan? Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. Because he's burned a bridge. Clay Aiken, you have burned a bridge with Ryan. Leach. I'm not
3: ready to be mad at
1: Clay Aiken yet. Well, Clay Aiken He ran for t-
3: Congress, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. In North Carolina. I said, okay. Brian, you
1: are do. so smart. I had no idea. So Clay, what was his platform?
3: <laughs> why, why are we so it, surprised? His platform Ryan's was scared. like. <laughs> this is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a gay man running for Congress in North Carolina. I feel like the closest thing that we've had is like, uh, who's that guy um, who's like going to be ousted in North Carolina? You know who I'm talking about. The crazy oh, guy Edwards, in the wheelchair. Um, yeah. What's his name? Are you Are talking about the yeah, Edwards Col- guy? Col- Col- Colton? Colden. Like, Hello. I'm really bad with names. Do you I'm see I'm like, this? that's a bachelor. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. He's like, he's like Marjorie Taylor Greene's, like, right hand. Uh, he's just like this pretty boy. I don't know if you know about this. He's really hot. He used to be like a jock. He got in a car accident when he was a teenager and he like started getting active in politics after that because he was paralyzed from the waist down. And he's just like good looking. Right. I guess. I don't know. But gays went wild for him. But he's like a conservative, radical, right wing, Marjorie Taylor Greene style Republican. What is his name? Madison Cawthorn. That's his name.
1: Oh. Cawthorn.
3: Cawthorn. And he's out of his mind. He's from the Asheville district, like the Western North Carolina district. And they voted for him. They're going to oust him coming up. And he was like involved in the January 6th stuff. Oh,
1: they're accusing.
3: God. He was the one who was like. And this is Clay I-
1: Aiken's friend?
3: No, but he's kind of gay because gays love him. him. There's just another gay person
2: in politics.
1: But he's not gay.
3: He's not gay, but gay people love him just because he, he's like,
1: hot. Looks- uh, he like had
3: abs once upon a time. And they're like, we love that. You know, even though he's literally like. Bordering on Nazi politics, you know, he was the one who said I went to Republican parties and there was cocaine there. And it really like disillusioned. Do you remember that when that was in the news? Mm -mm. No, I'm going to send you like a Twitter list ever. All the politics, all all
1: politicians use cocaine. That's like politics 101. You use cocaine. No
3: drug tests in Congress. And
1: they have all the access to it. You think. Yeah,
0: because they're all friends with the cops, the cops
2: confiscate it and then
1: well they also are powerful people
2: powerful people
1: do cocaine Cocaine that's what I'm learning
2: you gotta be powerful to be doing a lot of cocaine because that shit is expensive
1: Clay Aiken listen to us Clay Aiken please don't start using cocaine Clay Aiken we ask that when you not use Clay Aiken we know to cocaine Clay (laughs) Aiken
3: Allie, you're sober, right? Because I've been, I don't know if I told you, I've been sober, no drugs, no alcohol for 50 days now. Oh my
1: Congrats. God. That's awesome. That's
3: good. I've been trying it out. my I've been working on just, I turned 30. I was like, what if I go into 30 completely sober? And we'll see what how that goes. So I just hit my 50 mark, and now I'm going to try to make it to June 1st. So that's my new goal. Nice. Uh, but yeah.
1: Congrats. I sl- that's so sleep great. so well.
2: I do not drink. <laughs> Um, or do, like, I don't do cocaine. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't drink. Uh, I do smoke weed.
3: Yeah. I'll probably go back to stuff eventually, but, you know, and being gay and going to gay things, there's drugs everywhere. It's really
0: tough,
2: right? Like, I've, like, feel like I've had to completely relearn how to socialize.
3: I mean, I go to the same things. And I feel good because I've been having fun at these things sober. And I mean, I've been to like sex parties and stuff where I was like, I'm really gonna need something to be naked in front of these people having sex. And I made it through and it was fine. But I was definitely like, it was Clay Aiken. We're going to need to be hear be okay? more
2: about that. Um, <laughs> I know. How do you get invited to a sex party? Do you have to have sex when you're at a sex party or can you just like watch?
3: I think some people just watch, but the idea is that you go and usually go on drugs and usually have sex. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of them will have like consent part, like policies that you uh, when you buy your ticket. Sometimes they're ticketed. Sometimes people there's this app called Sniffies, which oh YouTube.
1: Oh, yeah, I found out about Sniffies. What is it? A, well, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's like um a very no nonsense like hookups. So, literally, like you know when we like. In the 70, 60s and 70s, and I think even currently, when primarily homosexual gay men would hook up in the parks, basically it shows you where all the hookup spots are, like public restrooms, parks, different, right? Am I right? Gym, yeah,
3: gym, locker rooms. But you can also, mm-hmm. the thing that I have been invited to is people can set up circle jerks, cum dumps, and orgies what in the What is app, a cum then- dump? It's where one person takes like 10, 15 loads one after the other. And what it is, is like you sign. So you, you talk to the person who's hosting it and then you request to join or they reach out to you and they're like, would you come to this? And then you request to join on the app and then it adds you to the event and it gives you the address and everything. And then you show up and then you, you do it. And then you leave.
2: <laughs> I'm like, if you're doing all this sober, like, I want to read this book.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to write that book, but you could certainly read it. Um, but Sounds that's like, wild. but after doing that sober, I'm like, oh, shit. Like you can, can do, do anything.
1: Sober, My sister got kicked out
2: of a sex party because she couldn't stop laughing.
1: <laughs> so everybody's like been laughter, to a sex party yeah. but me, huh? I've never been to a sex I've party I've never been to a sex party. I'm not, I'm not good with that kind of stuff. I want to be good with it. I'm always like, I could fuck. I mean, I can, but I could never do it in a live, somebody else's living room with 12 other people. I,
3: I would also say there's a lot of really queer, like good queer culture in New York. Right. But I would say that like the cis male, like sex party kind of culture definitely has not had a conversation about like trans inclusion for sure. Like a hundred percent. When I go to these events, it's almost all cis men Especially if it's like a ticketed event where there's like a host and like an Eventbrite or whatever. An Eventbrite
1: like, for a cum dump? Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Ever. Y'all, I'm we not got,
3: joking.
2: Have you ever ran into Clay Aiken at a cum at
1: dump? At cum dump?
3: Never. I've never met Clay Aiken in my life. Oh, okay. Do you like
1: him? We I don't love know if I like his politics. Clay Aiken. Clay, Aiken. Clay Aiken. Did you
3: read his platform?
1: This is com. Uh, You're here. We're the Clay Aiken. We are Clay Aiken. We That's the, the new platform. That That's you. his platform. We are yeah. Clay Aiken. Come dump.com. He was.
2: Dude. Sorry. Go ahead, Ryan.
3: We oh, literally I was gonna say before. I know. Do this you think th- that I have a Southern accent when I've been talking to you? Because I wonder, like, have I mm-hmm. slipped into like a Southern? Because, you know, they they I don't really think people hear it when I talk. But when I go home, it comes back. And I have Same. some real country friends. I've been real country in the past. I feel like we didn't really talk about the South and stuff. I'm so sad that it's like almost over. But like, yeah, like when I first moved to New York, they had to teach me this one vowel that was the hardest for me to learn, which is like the he vowel, like <laughs> eh, like went and sent. I used to say went and sent. Oh, and that's like, how I say it.
2: Yeah, that's how I say it. And
3: I, but I used to say it like that, but then I went to like, I took like an acting class and they taught me and they literally had to do like he, heh, heh, he, he, went, went, sent, Sent like and so now it's like fixed My because usually I can talk And I feel like it goes away Like in my voice to when I talk to Southern dump, I was
1: people sent to, a cum to a gum Dump, dump. <laughs> I'll
3: bring you Ever I'll bring you the next time you're here yeah. In New York just we'll come go. to a cum
1: Dump I'll just be like hey y'all Just monitoring We'll go with but right. I don't think I'm ready to see Y'all's cum dump as a friend I think I might have to draw the line on that like as much as I love y'all I'm not ready to see your ejaculation
3: <laughs> well you're never really you're never really ready you're never really ready to see it your friend come inside one person who's been coming 20 times but you know oh. that's the community that's why you know you think about this and like I'm sure Florida one day is gonna play this for like in their thing and be like this is why we need don't say gay but the truth is when you go to these cum dumps everyone's like a Goldman analyst or like they work at like Ernst and Young of course like, from so, me, so freaky like,
1: they're built they're tensed up
3: they work in like capital gains taxes Ugh. and stuff like that like if
1: you i'm already if hard kid <laughs>
3: <laughs> if your kid talks to these people all they're gonna learn is like how to like do Bad very things. complex financial analysis mm-hmm. of like portfolios for corporations you know what i
1: mean well that's what i think ryan i Thank you so much for all of the education <laughs> from politics to cum dumps. We've learned so I mean, much. <laughs> we're learning about portfolios. We're learning about cum dumps. We're learning about our friends' ejaculations. We've learned about the politics. Yeah. L- learned. Learned. I am
3: so honored to be here with you two. You're like two of my favorites. I, so. love, I love.
1: We love you. Love you. We love I love you. you. Like, honestly, when Allie said you were available, I was like, hell Yeah.
3: Oh, I dropped everything. I had a meeting <laughs> with the
1: president. Dropped it. President Joe Biden <laughs> or President Clay Aiken? <laughs> <laughs> our president of New York Come Dumps Clay.
3: Oh my God,
2: Come
1: president
3: Clay Aiken. <laughs> Clay, I'm so sorry. President of probably <laughs>
1: like sorry Clay. <laughs> Clay, the we Raleigh apologize. Homeowners Association,
3: probably as far as we know.
1: Well, wow. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Where can Where people can our,
2: find you?
3: Uh, follow off mag on Instagram and Twitter AWFMAG. It's a queer satire magazine which is full of some of the smartest, funniest queer satire writers in the world. We're across countries, states, all different kinds of people and they make me laugh till I'm dead. So um, you should follow uh, them there. Follow me at all my problems on Instagram and then mm-hmm. follow me on Twitter at sad pale Twink. Um, Cause my Twitter got deleted, so that's why my names can't be the same. On I them. love it. Okay. So
2: you're gonna laugh. You're gonna learn.
1: You're gonna laugh, learn. <laughs> you're gonna come. You're gonna laugh, learn, laugh. You're okay. gonna see a, l- a lot of laugh, th- learn, come dumps. <laughs> y'all, thank you so much for listening to y'all. Gay. Um, please continue to like, subscribe, give us those five stars. I'm Ever Maynard. Follow Ryan. Follow me and Ever. Allie, what's your what? How can people find you?
2: Oh, I'm on Instagram at a country clayton and i'm
1: at ever maynard stay gay y'all are gay (laughs) if you listen to this you're gay gay. (laughs) if you're listening you're gay clay aiken you're gay (laughs) turn it up you're gay let everybody know we love you clay well ali i love you so much and i hope you have a great day okay bye y'all
3: The tea is crystal queer y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. alien ever here, y'all? We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now: Y'all gay?
1: Okay, that's what, see. That's the general consensus that I've heard is that threesomes are like, eh? Huh. <laughs>
0: Hey, y'all, it's Allie Clayton and Ever Maynard from Y'all Gay Podcast, and I want to let you know about a great deal we have with Factor. Factor is absolutely delicious. I personally use it. My favorite is the honey mustard chicken and the herb crusted chicken. Eating better is easy with Factor. Delicious. They're ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in two minutes.
1: You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. It's two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy
0: options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more.
1: No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required.
0: Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. All y'all need to do is head to factormeals.com Slash y'all gay 50 and use code y'all gay 50 to get 50% off. The code is y'all gay 50 at factormealscom meals dot com slash y'all gay 50 and y'all get 50% off.
1: Woo! What a deal.